I really can't stay. The baby is cold outside. I have to go away. But your tauntaun will freeze before it reaches the first marker. Then I'll see you in hell. Yeah. Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Miranda, Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Pork, Sheila, D.A. Williams, and Orson Wells, and featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Hello and welcome to an all-new episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. I'm Hot Toddy. And oh, what a time to be alive. Two weeks away from Christmas, and Omicron is rearing its ugly head everywhere. So who knows what the holiday season will bring this year. I'm sorry if I brought you down. I just brought myself down thinking about that. Let's not think about that. Hey, it's two weeks till Christmas. Uh, We have this episode this week, and then next week we have our annual Christmasiest Christmas special ever live. So we've we've got some fun things to look forward to. Let's not think about Omicron or things. Things like that. Well, I guess we have to think of things like that because Omicron is painful. Speaking of painful, people who have no business in the music industry trying to perform music trying to perform songs yeah yeah that's uh, that's what we're gonna be talking about this week. Um, Billy Bob Thornton, Kevin Costner, uh, even Russell Crowe, they, uh, and Jared Leto. Jared Leto's another one. Uh, they're known for branching out into music and doing some musical things. David Hasselhoff, he's another one. I mean, he's pretty embarrassing, but he actually made a, a somewhat successful transition between acting and music. His music is more popular in Germany than it is here, but, you know, he managed to do something. So it is possible. Uh, so there are some actors out there who have made, a, you know, not the full-on transition, but made a good transition to do both music and movies. Obviously, the music doesn't really go anywhere. They're not looked at as, like, legitimate uh, music stars. But, you know, it's there. It's interesting. It's fun to listen to. And it's no big deal. However, there are plenty of celebrities that have tried to do this, and it just didn't work out at all. And there's no specific area of celebrity that does this. It's a wide range. Actors, athletes, socialites, they've all tried it, and it's all been extremely embarrassing. And that's why this episode is called How Embarrassing? Because it's just so embarrassing, these attempts at a music career. I get why they tried. I get why they did it, you know. When you're a celebrity and you're known for something, you you might want to give it a shot. You might want to try something else. And music usually is the logical choice. Everybody wants to play music in some form. Uh, but when you try to do it legitimately and you don't really have the talent to do it or really the reason to do it it comes off just kind of silly and this really isn't insulting them because they're already multi-millionaires or more doing what they already do so what's the point of trying to take you know a piece of something away from actual musicians i don't know that's a whole nother thing but regardless they tried to be musicians and it was embarrassing So join me now as we look at a handful of celebrities that attempted to have a music career on an all-new episode of The Smokin' Hot Toddcast. You're listening to The Smokin' Hot Toddcast.
How embarrassing indeed. Let us jump headfirst into this now with our first celebrity. You're going to be shocked when I tell you this, because even I was shocked when I first found out about it. This was first released, well, I mean, if you knew that she did it, I mean, I guess you probably know for the better part of a decade or so, but uh, they really started to talk about this when she played Captain Marvel a couple of years ago. Uh, I'm talking about Brie Larson. Apparently, Brie Larson had a very small pop music career uh, in the mid-2000s. It was extremely short-lived, but she gave it a shot because apparently she was, you know, she was in movies, but with very minor roles, 13 going on 30, sleepover, movies like that. Well, in the mid 2000s, she was signed to Casablanca Records, which was run by Tommy Mottola. And as a matter of fact, Lindsay Lohan was her label mate, if you will. She was also a part of this. So if that tells you anything of what's going on here, you probably get it. It was 2005 and she released her debut solo album, which was called Finally Out of P.E. Let me say that again. The, the, the album itself is called Finally Out of P.E. It's a pop-punk collection of brightly melodic songs that were equal parts Avril Lavigne and Michelle Branch. I Dean and her her hit single I'm air quoting the hell out of this I'm like breaking my fingers air quoting this the video for the lead single was called she said that was the name of her hit song was she said uh it didn't do anything neither did the album obviously and so her pop career came to an abrupt end but it was fine uh, because she very shortly after that became a big movie star and her movie roles got bigger and bigger and bigger and before she knew it she was a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe which was big huge for her uh, but we can never forget this little stain on her on her report card so let's not waste any time let me share with you her one attempt at a hit song here now on the smoking hot podcast is brie larson and she sit
this is President Barack Obama, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Podcast. And that was authentic. I promise. Twas two weeks before Christmas, and all through Santa's workshop, everyone was working overtime around the clock. This is because Santa is a cheap bastard that doesn't pay a livable wage and forces all of his elves to live in a cage. So most of the elves have quit, leaving the few that stayed in a struggle, which put the toy production into a lot of trouble. Let's go! Only two more weeks until Christmas! Santa, we're doing all we can. You know we don't have the amount of elves like we used to. Yeah, but I hope y'all's paid at $12 an hour. Isn't that enough to make y'all work your fingers to the bone? Well, I mean... Good! Now get to it! We are so behind on production this year. Um, Santa, are we going to be getting benefits soon? I haven't had my diabetes medicine... In like two weeks. Yeah, and I'm going to be kicked out of my apartment at the end of the month, so... Quiet! Work harder, you lazy, lazy people! God! If you would just work and get all this done, I could take my annual three-month vacation to the Bahamas! Your greed is ruining everything! I spent 20 times more for you people than any other commercial I've ever made. There, see? Brother has been working his butt off while you two bitch and moan about money! Yeah, but... He's single and doesn't have any kids. This is a lot of shit, you know that. Ho, ho, ho! Boy, I don't know. Faster! 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 You know, Santa, you could help us. I'm sorry, I don't speak Klingon. Well, I mean, usually when production is slow, management steps in and helps out. Impossible. Meaningless. I'm with him. Look, we can't do this on our own. We need help. How are we supposed to finish all of this when it's just the three of us? Ho 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 ho! Oh, my little elf. I don't know. Just get it done. I want to speak to someone now! Oh, hello there! And welcome to Santa's workshop. How can I help you? Last year, my son got this underwear and they already had shit in them. I want a refund now! Well, I mean, it's been a year, sir, and it's Christmas time again. Your son could just ask for another pair. Let me speak to the manager. But, sir, it's poopy underwear, surely. Manager, now! Ah, okay, fine. Santa, some asshole needs to talk to you. How dare you? Exactly! How dare you? Sir, I'm so sorry. Even though you walked in here with a completely insane request and physically assaulted my elf, you are completely in the right. Here's a fresh pair of underwear. Merry Christmas. Eat dirt and die, trash. Ho, ho, ho! Santa, how could you do that? That man was completely wrong. The customer is always right. There's no way there was shit in those underwear before he got them. Not to mention... Have we actually ever given a child underwear for Christmas before? No, no we haven't. Then why did you take his side? Am I speaking another language? The customer is always right. That's it, I quit. Well go on, who needs you? I gotta agree with her. That was low, I'm out too. Visions are worth fighting for. 
Why spend your life making someone else's dreams? That's right, go on then. You are completely replaceable. Ho, ho, ho. But sadly, they were not replaceable, for workers are the most important part of a company and easily payable. Santa didn't deliver gifts that Christmas, and all the children wept because Santa thought it more important to be a boss than to admit he was inept. Bottom line, Christmas was ruined because Santa was just as big a jerk as most corporations when it comes to their employees, and that's why no one wants to work anymore. So, Merry Christmas. You know, this sketch wasn't very funny. It was just kind of sad. I know, it was real. That's what I was going for. Aren't we a comedy show? I'm sorry, are you all complaining? I mean, a little. You know, I can replace all of you. Fine, do it then. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Fine, go then. Come on, Orson Welles, let's continue the show. Ah, the French champagne. Alas, that was the final episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast because they were not replaceable. And I love sandwiches. That doesn't rhyme. Oh, okay, BOGO! What the fuck? You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. You know, when you're a celebrity athlete, that's basically all you have to be for your entire career. You you play the sport that you're famous for, after which you become like a commentator, maybe after you retire, you know, or or you you know you you sell products, things like that. And then that, that that's pretty much it for a celebrity athlete, other than living your life doing a very strenuous sport and and constant working out and keeping your muscles in tone, which is very difficult to do. It's a pretty easy job, you know, it's a pretty easy career, but there have been some athletes who have decided to maneuver away from the sport that they play and, and try and attempt other things, you know, but it, usually it's like maybe attempting another sport. Take Michael Jordan, for example. He, he, he played baseball for a while. He's also an avid golfer, something like that. But for the most part, athletes stay in their lane. But there was one athlete of our generation that said, I'm going to do it all. And that was Shaquille O'Neal. We all remember Shaq. He he had a, a fatal attempt at trying to be an actor in the 90s. He was in the, the film Steel, where he played a, uh, a, a superhero, I think. Uh, within the last few years, he was in some sort of uncle something or other, uncle basketball. I forget what it is. It was some dumb comedy. Uh, and of course he was also in the film Kazam where he played a, a genie and Kazam has a Mandela effect issue with people of my generation because they confuse it with a film that never existed called Shazam where they thought that Sinbad played a genie. That that's not the case. That's not a real movie. There was a film called Shazam. It came out a couple of years ago and it was a part of the DC universe. That's not the same thing. They get confused with Sinbad and Shaq. How you can get those two confused i'll never know but yes they confuse Shaq and sinbad in a mandela effect situation but the film is called kazam and it starred Shaq as a genie but that's not all Shaq did no he also tried to be a rapper believe it or not Shaq released four count them four studio lps 
And to make things even more frightening is the fact that his debut, Shaq Diesel, that's right, Shaq Diesel reached platinum status. It was a platinum album. But, but why? why? Why was it a platinum? We'll never understand. How embarrassing. Shaq Diesel? I don't know. But anyway, he had a hit single called I'm Outstanding. And what's weird about it is it's not a bad song, but Shaq. <laughs> and I, I can't think of Shaq as anything other than a basketball star uh, and, and currently a commentator since he retired. But, but that's it. Shaq is not a rapper. And that's why this is so embarrassing. So without further ado, here's Shaquille O'Neal and I'm Outstanding. Seventy-two. I think it's on the Wednesday. Hail to the moon, just like Kuta Ken. Take that means I'm blessed from the get-go. Moms, you never let go. Bad things for raising me right, bro. He gave me confidence to stop the nonsense. Didn't live in Bel Air like the Fresh Prince. Times are hard, times are rough. Didn't have toys or rush toys, but I had enough love. Plus the guidance from above to go to the park, sweat, push and shove. Made it in before dark, like you told me. Didn't do it a few times, but bad had to sold me. Pray for my safety. I know how you. Feeling, feeling when you're feeling, not into drug dealing. Remember when you asked me this one day, who I wanna be? Like I said, Dr. J. And you said, Good, now you gotta go. Take the damn ball and slam it to the hole. Mom cracked a smile, daddy gave a frown. I said to myself, I can't let them down. So make way, I'm coming in for a landing. Nothing's gonna stop me from being outstanding. Now let's skip to the time when I was 15. Shackers in the house, no shackers on the scene. Now my name's a papers. Girls called the papers. Kids look up to me like a skyscraper. Now a role model, I mean a role figure. When I ask myself, can I get any bigger? My dreams coming true, but coming true slowly. And I remember what mom and dad told me. Remember this, son. You are the one, shoot your gift like a gun. And never forget where you come from. You're young, gifted, and black. If they can't say Shaquille O'Neal to make them scream Shaq. Like the fan. When I stand here, when I freak the fuck on the dump, they ah, ooh. From high school to college, you gave me enough knowledge. Both draft it, and now it's time for me to fulfill my dream. To be in the league and slam like a king, I make the backboard shatter. Fast chit chatter, even make the other centers get madder. At me, who can it be? The master of disaster, seven foot three. Brother, ain't no other in the nation. I'm born from my mother, but I'm God's creation. I'm outstanding. Strictly switch, cause there's some things that I gotta do. Take up the angle. 
gon' pump up my shack shoe. And now it's time to take care of business. To run up and down the court with Nick and Dennis. Stock, but I won't stop. Gotta keep striving until I reach the top. Gonna take a peek over the mountain. I flow like a fountain. Peace, I gotta go. And I'm out But before I go, wave your hands. Peace to all my family, friends, and fans. I'm outstanding. Orson Welles, Smoking Hot Toddcast Promos. Take one. Okay, Mr. Wells, uh, just do your spiel, your usual thing there, and say, hello, this is Orson Welles, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Ah, the French champagne. No, 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 hold it. All right, Mr. Wells, just say, this is Orson Welles, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Okay, go again. Yes. Oh, yes. They're even better raw. Cut! All right, do it again. All right, and action. Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Penis. Cut! The Smokin' Hot... Hello, I'm Orson Welles. Ah! The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. Hello and welcome to the final Ollie Report of 2021. It's hard to believe we're already there. This is the last piece of news that you'll get from the Ollie Report in the year of 2021. And in a weird turn of events, Ollie will not tell me what he's covering this week. We, we didn't talk about it. We didn't discuss it. So I'm curious as to what's going on. So now without further ado, let's let's figure this out. It's the one and only Ollie. Ollie, how are you? Oh, well, what are you so excited about? What's going on? Hot Toddy, the most amazing thing is going on. Are you familiar with the DART program? Oh, DART, right. That was the uh, satellite dish that was to crash into an asteroid, which would then send back information on said asteroid so we could learn how to properly defend ourselves against one if one ever threatened Earth. Exactly, Hot Toddy. And, as you know, 2021 was the year of celebrities going into space. No, no, not the space station, just in space. Anyway, so many celebrities have gone into space this year. And frankly, Hot Toddy, I was getting jealous. Why? They're, they were all, like, ridiculous. They were they were terrible. The only one that made any kind of sense and was kind of sentimental was when William Shatner did it, but even that was still kind of like, why, why are we doing this? So, why are you jealous? Because I just was, bitch! Hey! Anyway, Hot Toddy, I have some amazing news! What's that? I got an early Christmas gift! You know how last year I got drums for Christmas? I got drums! Yeah, okay, whatever. What is the news? I've been given the gift of going into space for Christmas! Cats and dogs don't have butt cheeks! I'm sorry? Yeah, hi, Daddy. I'm gonna go into space! Uh, um, okay, uh... 
How? D.A. and Orson Welles went in on a gift for me, and this is the gift, is to send me into space! Wait, let me, okay, let me get this straight. D.A. and Mr. Wells, they got together, and this is their gift to you this year, is a trip into space? Hashtag yippers! So, <laughs> you're going into space, and that's the gift. Toddy, there's more to the gift. Why am I not surprised? You remember I mentioned the DART program? Yeah. Well, this gift that D.A. and Mr. Wells got me is something similar. It's called the FART program. We only do the classiest of humor right here on the Smoking Hot Toddcast. And what this vessel's gonna do is it's going to crash into an asteroid and study it and send back all the information to you guys. Then we all can do an episode based around the studies of this asteroid. It could be the first one of 2022. I understand the difficulties of coming up with new topics for episodes, so I thought I'd help out, Hot Toddy. And this is the perfect one. Hashtag nuts. Yeah, you got that right. Right, it is nuts. Ollie, do you not understand what's going to happen here? If you go up into space and you crash into an asteroid, you're going to crash into an asteroid and you're not going to come back. Oh, hot toddy, I don't know what you're talking about. This is going to be a fantastic episode. And this might be the greatest Ollie report we've ever done. Ollie, uh, did you think this through at all? Are Are you putting two and two together at all? Yeah, it's Christmas time. And I'm going to get to go into space and look at asteroids. I'll be up there saying, there's the moon and the sun. I think I see Uranus. Teehee. And then I'm going to get into an asteroid and send back all the information there is to know. And then even the smoking Hot Timecast can be up to date on what would happen if an asteroid threatened Earth. And maybe, just maybe... Our little show would be responsible for saving the world! I see sky and trees and buildings! Hi, Tony, do you not understand how amazing this is? Uh huh. I'd really love to tell you more about it, but I'm real busy going into space! Okay, Ollie, I forbid you to do this. I don't think you're wrapping your mind around this. If you go into space and crash into an asteroid, you're gone. You're dead. Oh, hot toddy, I don't know what you're talking about, but listen, I gotta go. I'm gonna be taken off here in just a second. Wait, wait, this is happening now? Yes! I wanted to take the Ollie report on the journey. Take off in T-minus 10 seconds. D.A. Williams, what the hell are you doing? I'm just giving Ollie his Christmas present. Mr. Wells and I I thought this would be the perfect gift. Ain't that right, Miss Wells? Yes, rosebud frozen peas, full of country goodness and green penis. Page right. Take off in five, four, three, two, one. We have liftoff of the fart. down to the joke in five, four, three, two, one. And there it is. Was that supposed to happen? One more word out of you and you go. Is that clear? I take well, I take directions from one person under protest, but from two I don't sit still. But who the hell are you anyway? Merry Christmas from the Ollie Report. 
I'm going to go drink some bleach. That's going to do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. Everybody cut fart loose. Fart loose. Let out your asshole juice. The Kardashians. Now, look, I, I don't like to insult the Kardashians too much. I mean, it's been done for so long that we're pretty much out of insults about them. Uh, you know, they're famous for being famous. They've really not done a whole lot in their lives. Of course, Robert Kardashian Sr. was a famous lawyer. He was famously on the OJ defense team in the mid-90s. Uh, and, you know, the Kardashian women, they've done clothing lines and stuff like that. Um, but thankfully, they none of them have really tried to break into the music industry. That is, except the matriarch of the family. That's right. Chris Kardashian, who is now Chris Jenner, who is who is the manager of all the Kardashian ladies, she recorded a song back in the day. That's right. This was in the early 80s. And the song was called I Love My Friends. And though the lyrics were original, the music was not. Nay, nay. It was done in the style of Randy Newman's I love L.A. How embarrassing. And that's really what the song's about, just how much she loves her friends and hanging out and doing stuff. And it's... It's awful. Thankfully, she stopped. You know, I, I think their fame works for whatever it is now. You know, I, I, again, they're they're famous for just being famous, for being rich, and, and, you know, being the power players that they are. And that's... You can you can say whatever you want about that, but in, in this capacity, that's fine. You can do that. That's not weird at all. That's not embarrassing at all. But one of them trying to do a song and to not have enough talent to at least write music for it or, or have the foresight to find somebody who could write music for it and instead stealing from one of the most popular songs of the 80s? How embarrassing. And especially when it's Chris. Now, granted, this was a long time ago. We're looking at almost 40 years ago, you know, when she was super young herself. Uh, I'm sure she wasn't... Well, you know, I guess she probably was rich by then. She was already married. So, I mean, things happen, but she she did a song, and, and, and well, this is it. Sit back and try to hold back the barf for Chris Jenner, and I love my friends. November 5th, and now I'm 30, riding down my highway with my friends at my side. My life without them wouldn't be complete, they are my joy and pride. I've learned a lot from all my good friends about turning 30. I'm the last to reach that stop. We're gonna party till we just can't party no more. fun-filled day. I love my friends. She loves you. She loves you. I love my friends. She loves you. She loves you. She loves you. 
those faces Look at how they all go to such chic places Look at these girls There's nothing like them nowhere Morton She loves you Listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh well, pardon me, Mister Perfect. Porky, you, you got to update Sheila. We got to get some good news in here. You got to update Sheila on all the work stories. Sheila, every time you disappear, we get work stories. What is this? I know. I know. Uh, 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 are, are there? New stories. Someone got hired and fired during the time that you've been gone. <laughs> at, All right. At the I fancy lawn Don't pork it up. Don't so pork don't, it. Don't it pork it up on me, okay? It was the BOGO variant. That's what got hired. <laughs> I had water in my mouth. Oh. Well, we, we called him BOGO because I had to train this person. And he... I think I asked him at one point, I was like, okay, do you, what was I, what was I telling him? We were in the middle of doing some kind of just remedial task. And he asked me how to do one part and I said, uh, and I told him how to do it. He goes, all right, BOGO. <laughs> and that was it. He did something, right. but it started with a B. <laughs> we're, we're not sure if it's BOGO. What was the other word? It was like Bergeron? Or no, it was. Something like, I don't know. Bur- Barricon? That was it. That was the story. On, His name's Bogo. On Bogo. There's more than one. There was. There's oh, more. There's well, more. He, um, he, uh, we were just talking about my supervisor, who we, <laughs> we refer to as 99 <laughs> for various reasons. <laughs> uh, we'll just save it for off air. It's not really that funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> The man falls asleep on a toilet. <laughs> yeah, there's that. He does do that. 
every well, he works two jobs. <laughs> and he's your supervisor. He's my supervisor. Pork, they think somebody who sleeps on the toilet is better than you. <laughs> and he's uh, Sheila. He's been there the whole time. He has never mentioned this man. Wait, he's been there like through through everybody. Everything. Yes. Everything. He's been yes. through it all. He's seen some stuff. He's seen some ish. Yes, he's seen way more than me. It's not like it's not like I I came along and they're like, okay, let's only hire dysfunctional people for now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what did it. Yeah, I think that that no, I think that's exactly what happened. That's exactly. They're what like, it is. we only need people who someone might think are generally named glucose. <laughs> yeah, somebody just just in the relative area of glucose. Yeah, so. like someone will dead dead face look at another human being and say glucose. <laughs> are you glucose? I sure am. <laughs> and you you didn't hide it. You were like, yep. That's me. Yep. What do you need? <laughs> oh, man. Sure, I'll answer that. Why not? Sure. What, my dignity was already shot. What was What was one more rung down the ladder? I don't know, Glucose. <laughs> <laughs> but what blew me away about 99 is the fact that he'd been there since the very beginning and Pork has never brought it up. He's never brought up that this man he not only falls asleep on the toilet but he falls asleep at the desk because he's a supervisor. <laughs> He'll just knock off. <laughs> we, In his defense it's usually the end of the night when he's uh, when it's like 10 or 11 o'clock at night and it's time to go to sleep anyway. Please. I can, oh, okay. but I can hang in there until I drive home. That's the thing. Maybe he has narcolepsy. But on the toilet, I for sure can stay awake on the toilet. Yeah, I mean you're doing things. Well, you should be doing things while you're there. Yeah, like there. That's we've discussed this. That's me time when I'm in there. Mm-hmm. And I, I hate to lose out on that. <clears throat> How can you be so tired that like? He's like wiping. Uh, no, I'm gonna take a nap before I get to that movie. Exactly. <laughs> I need a break. I need a break. Just in case he's listening, and I guess I guess he already knows we're talking about him at this rate, though. I mean, we're yeah. I, I, unless you have multiple supervisors falling asleep on the toilet. I'm <laughs> <laughs> John Silver, so that is a possibility. Yeah. I mean, again, he's a good guy. Like. Unless he, he might very well cheat on you if you are his, <laughs> you know, his significant other. Although he doesn't do that anymore, so it's <clears> fine. <throat> that's how Pork. That's how Pork described him. He's like, he's a good guy. He might cheat on you, but he's a good guy. You know, the, whenever Pork says he's a good guy, I already know there's something to it. Yeah, there's something off about him at that point. He's like, what's well, yeah. the catch? Yeah. yeah, he's a good guy, except for those, like, eight people he ate that one time. <laughs> well, that's why he falls asleep. So it's fine. That's why he falls asleep on the toilet. That's a lot to get out. It is. And it, wasn't it 99 that coined uh, the joke about hollering for woods living in the woods? Yes, yes, it was him. It was, that's 99. Mm-hmm. And this whole time... Yeah. He had his own story to tell. <laughs> 
Hi, I'm Emily Fleming from Good Mythical Morning, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Spoken Hot Podcast. Finally, this is probably the most embarrassing transition into music of all time. This happened, much like Chris Jenner, a long time ago, and thankfully he's not tried to do it since, but it was in the late 80s. Uh, he even performed on Saturday Night Live once, not as a musical guest, but just just wanted to perform. He was the host, and he, that was his monologue, was performing music, and thankfully, again, you know, he, he stopped, because he was a star on the rise. He, he was on a, he'd had a hit TV show, and he had a huge hit action film under his belt, which a lot of people consider to be a Christmas film. It came out in 1988, and it took place during Christmas, you probably know what movie I'm talking about. It's Die Hard, so therefore I'm talking about the one and only Bruce Willis. That's right, Bruce Willis had a very short music career. And if you remember in the late 90s, Garth Brooks tried to do rock and roll music and fancied himself this, like, dark, you know, mysterious man called Chris Gaines and actually tried to perform as a character named Chris Gaines. It didn't work. That was embarrassing, but it was a musician trying another style of music, which is, happens all the time. It's not that big a deal. It's like what I talked about earlier with, when the Shaq thing, you know. Okay, so Michael Jordan was an avid baseball fan, loved baseball, and could play baseball. Not great. He wasn't the best baseball player ever or anything like that, but one athlete trying another sport is not weird. Just like one musician trying a different style of music is not weird. But pretending you're somebody else is weird, and that's what Bruce Willis did. He didn't call himself Bruce Willis when he sang, nope. He was Bruno Radellini. A Rodellini? I don't really know how to pronounce it, but yeah, he was this other guy, Bruno Rodellini. And it was just... What's the word I'm looking for? Um... Oh, yeah. Embarrassing. I love Bruce Willis to this day. He's been in a lot of fantastic films. He's an awesome action star. But there was no reason for him to try to have a music career. But... Because this episode is called How Embarrassing, we're going to have to sit through one of his songs. So now here he is butchering one of my all-time favorite songs, Save the Last Dance for Me. Ladies and gentlemen, Bruce Willis. Save the last dance for me 
Grandma, you always know just what to say. Christmas. <laughs> what a weird episode. You know, I mean, I, I, it's it's so bizarre to think of these people as having. Well, I mean, they didn't really have a music career. I, I got to quit calling it music career because they didn't have a music career. They just attempted to put out songs to test the waters, and it didn't work out that well. I will surprise. I will say I'm surprised that Shaq had a multi-platinum album. Bunches of people went out and bought that. I, it, it, but weirder things have happened uh, since the days of Shaq trying to rap. So I guess it's not that shocking. But all I can say is, how embarrassing. Because that's what it was. It was just, 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 just extremely embarrassing. But no matter. We've gotten through it. We're done. And now next week. I'm very excited about this. I cannot wait. It's one of my all-time favorite episodes of the year. It's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast Christmasiest Christmas special ever live, and it's going to be on Wednesday. I talked about this a little bit last week. Of course, normally, as as you know, new episodes of the Toddcast, even if they're live, happen on Thursday. Uh, but we had a bit of a scheduling conflict this year on the 16th, so we backed it up a day, and we're going to do the Christmasiest Christmas special ever on Wednesday, December 15th. So make sure you join us on Wednesday, December 15th at 8 p.m. on the Hot Toddy Facebook page via Facebook Live for the Christmasiest Christmas special ever. It's going to be a blast. Uh, we're going to be doing gift exchange. We're going to play a little Christmas game. And I have an all-new, well, it's not new, but uh, a yet another, if you will, bad Christmas film uh, for the gang to sit through. And it'll be me, Miss Pingrino, Miranda, and Daniel next Wednesday, December 15th for the Christmasiest Christmas special ever live. Until then, you can follow me on all social media at Smoking Hot Toddy on Facebook. Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Toddy Kamahot on Instagram. Make sure you follow the parent company of the Smoking Hot Toddcast on Twitter, Superfuzz Productions, at Superfuzz Videos. And make sure you follow my page, the Hot Toddy page on Mixcloud. And make sure you follow the Smoking Hot Toddcast pages of SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, QuadPod, and wherever better podcasts can be found to keep up with all new episodes of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. And of course, Superfuzz Productions. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube and check out all the sister shows of the Toddcast. 
podcast, including Get Real, Stump Hot Toddy, Let Me Tell You, Just the Dumbest, and more. You can also follow some of the Toddcast team members on social media. We'll begin with Twitter, Miss Pingrino at Pingrino, Sheila at Sheila Hog, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at The Miranda Joe. On Instagram, Miss Pingrino at Janelle Marino, Sheila at Sheila Hawkins, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at Miranda Panda Joe. And on TikTok, Miss Pingrino at BabyJ0831, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at Miranda Panda Joe. I just can't help myself. I need a little bit more Bruce Willis. I'll, I don't even know what this song is going to be. I'm just throwing it out there to you. So until our Christmassy is Christmas special ever, this is Bruce Willis saying... Yes, I'm so glad living in the USA.